build or buy AI? That's the wrong question. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Evan Cohn, Chief Business Officer at Pipestream. Welcome, Evan. Hey, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Of course. What are the problems that Pipestream helps their customers solve? Sure. Well, you know, we've seen a twofold challenge for a lot of the largest corporations today and organizations where, on one hand, a lot of their consumer base has really shifted in their expectations of how they engage with the brands in their lives. Uh, away from the here back in days, we're navigating clunky web portals, really preferring to engage via messaging the way that you know, they engage with their, their friends and family. Now, for many organizations, delivering on this always-on presence, so making their organization really an always-on entity, the fastest path for them is really a combination of messaging and automation. But to achieve that, you know, over the last few years, many you know, Fortune 1000 companies have had to work with five, seven, ten different vendors. Uh, that do a six to 12 month implementation, it really becomes a heavy lift in terms of a, a digital transformation initiative to operationalize uh, different elements of conversational AI. So Pipestream was born out of this notion that consumers want to engage in a different way with brands. And, they, and for brands to operationalize that, they need an all-in-one cloud messaging solution. Um, so you know, that includes a, a web conversational interface and omni-channel offerings of where users can engage. Uh, a patented secure messaging carrier that will relay data back and forth between a business uh, and consumers in, in an encrypted fashion, PCI HIPAA compliant. Um, the ability to escalate to live agents, um, assuming that you know, automation isn't going to tackle 100% of topics. Um, so finding that fine line of what should be automated, what should be escalated, and how do you make that a seamless experience for the consumer. Also plugging into a, a company's backend systems via APIs. That allows for transactional conversational experiences as opposed to just uh, navigation of content or a question lookup. Um, so you know, all those ingredients brought together along with a powerful AI engine that could really parse any user intent, you know, understand emojis, sentiment, tone, uh, those are what we've seen as the necessary ingredients to bring conversational AI uh, into, you know, into a, a manner where an organization's gonna get real business value out of it, upwards of 30% increases in customer satisfaction and you know, 90% cost savings compared to you know, what they might be paying agents today to handle very basic calls like password resets um, or account management questions that Today are costing companies six to fifteen dollars. So this shift is really a no-brainer for a lot of companies. And you know, we spend a lot of time helping executives think through what are the right use cases to automate um, so that they can stay ahead of this paradigm shift. Why is asking whether to build or or buy your organization's AI solution the wrong question? Yeah, you know, a lot of companies have been in a race to showcase innovation as you know, first uh, different messaging platforms were emerging maybe five years ago. In 2016, there was a real flooding of chatbots to the market where a lot of organizations parked a very basic chatbot on their site just to show that you know, they were using that type of new technology. 
unfortunately, regardless of whether there was actual utility there um, for end users. So today, now that so many capabilities can be brought together to deploy you know, personalized conversational AI at scale, for customer service, marketing, and sales use cases. You know, executives are, are thinking about it differently. Uh, some are establishing centers of excellence within their organization around AI, where they can take the latest advancements and really get maximum business value out of them. So rather than just seeing AI projects as technical playthings where they're poking at capabilities in a sandbox, uh, I'd say the most forward-looking leaders uh, are actually investing in resources to take advantage of, of AI initiatives from a design and a customer experience standpoint, and knowing where to draw the line between what they should do in-house as an organization and where they should work with you know, external vendors, startups, partners um, that all day, every day are, are focused on you know, one unique uh, or, or several components that could really augment what they're doing in their organization. So you know, out of that friction has come this question for a lot of executives, should I build or buy AI? And you know, I would argue that that's not the right question because it, it's really a, a matter of what's going to advance my product and service to best serve uh, customers. So how do I become an AI capable organization instead of AI centric. So AI capable meaning I have the resources and skill sets in my company in terms of analytics, in terms of design to leverage the latest and greatest AI, but I'm not necessarily gonna focus on rebuilding what's already out there um, in terms of AI platforms. You know, that requires really deep uh, information security capabilities, uh, DevOps capabilities uh, just to, to manage platform uptime. So that's where we at Pipestream spend a lot of time with companies, helping them find that, that balance between building a center of excellence and leveraging the capabilities of AI uh, from partners. So let's talk about how you do it. I mean, how do you build the internal core team of experts who, who tailor the AI solution to, to fit the organizations? What skills, experience, and, and attributes do they need? Yeah. So even before an implementation begins, a prerequisite exercise is really mapping out what are the, what are the most optimal use cases for both customers and the organization to, to start with. So we'll go through that exercise looking at, you know, what's the volume of, uh, of inquiries across different topics today that are maybe hitting their call center um, or email or social media care. Um, what APIs do they have available um, that could actually be plugged into conversational AI for more transactional use cases? What are their business goals? Is it revenue generation? Is it uh, cost containment, um, increasing net promoter score, or, or maybe all of the above, uh, including gathering actionable insights around user journeys so they can further evolve you know, their products and services. From there, you know, once we have that North Star established of What's the business goal behind a, a conversational AI deployment? Then it's really critical to you know, do a kickoff, enroll the right stakeholders, have executive sponsors talk to you know, what's at stake with this initiative. And if we don't get it right, you know, what, what are the risks to the, the customer then? You know, th there's huge opportunities in this. So you want to have everybody aligned. And then the skill sets you know, required include 
uh, design thinking expertise, you know, folks who can tap into empathy mapping exercise, user persona definition, um, so that you know, the design of conversational AI is really solving for user pain points. Uh, on top of that, API integration specialists. So this is the plug, you know, backend systems, even homegrown and legacy systems into a really modern front-end conversational interface uh, to securely relay data around those more transactional use cases. Um, you know, on top of that, operational and, and business analysts to make sure that uh, a deployment is really reflecting the best of the brand, both in terms of compliance, but also uh, in, in showcasing you know, all the capabilities and anticipating what customers might actually be looking for through this type of experience, whether it's more customer service oriented um, or on the marketing side around promotional offers and signups. Uh, so we actually have created a, a certification program. There aren't really many in the world yet uh, around how to, con how to deploy conversational AI at scale in a repeatable way that aligns the capabilities of AI technology with what are the business goals of an organization. What should organizations understand about building their data sets? Sure, well, there are a number of different ways to leverage data to increase you know, what we call the precision score uh, of AI, really the, the accuracy of it. So you know, an example, let's say a rock hits uh, your windshield and you need to get in touch with your uh, auto insurance to, to file a claim. So if you go to their website, you see they have a conversational interface there. Um, and they have maybe a few questions that you could just tap on that you know, might be common questions, but you have maybe a curveball one um, that you want to just pose through free text entry. Like, hey, a rock hit my windshield. Um, I don't know if you know, I need to get it repaired or not. It's just a little nick. Does my policy cover that? Um, so to be able to parse the way the user, you know, that policyholder poses that question, there's a number of different elements there. Um, but what we want to do is understand maybe what, what geography you know, they're in as they may have a different way of posing that question, which we call an utterance. Um, and the way to source that data can be a combination of historical phone or email logs, or many of our customers have operationalized just agent-led a live chat without any automation. Those types of historical logs can be used to ingest into AI engines and by running different combinations of classifiers, um, we'll be able to get to a, a precision score. Typically we're targeting north of 90% accuracy before recommending a go live to a client. Now for those companies that may not have those historical logs um, that reflect the way you know, their consumers, their audience might pose certain questions, uh, you can also crowdsource data quite securely um, through companies like uh, InnoData uh, or Amazon Mechanical Turk uh, to crowdsource utterances around specific topics. Um, and then a, a third approach we take with some clients is uh, just to go live with uh, agent messaging or, or very basic automation and use that first phase to collect uh, more information from customers uh, around the way they pose questions. And then in a, a phase two, uh, really train the different NLU classifiers um, so that that precision score can go up in a, in a manner that executives can really trust um, in a predictable way, knowing that customers will, will be satisfied with really an effortless experience. 
Evan Cohn, Chief Business Officer at Pipestream. Thanks so much for joining us. If somebody wants to connect with you, Evan, what's the best way they can do that? Thanks, Tanya. Uh, they can go to pipestream.com. That's P-Y-P-E-S-T-R-E-A-M.com where they can DM me on Twitter. I'm a, at Evan Cohn. That's E-V-A-N-K-O-H-N. Thanks for having me. Of course. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.